Welcome to this sermon podcast from Myo Baptist Church, and thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that God's Word will be an encouragement to you and a reminder that the Bible has all the answers to living a successful and fulfilled life. Again, thanks for listening. We now join the service in progress. Um, I love this man and his family. There's growing a special bond there. And I, I know their work, I know their sacrifice, and I know their commitment, their dedication. I sometimes wonder if we fully realize who we have the privilege. You know, the Bible talks about entertaining angels unaware. I don't know that that's the case here, but I know these are special people. And it's my privilege to call uh, Brother Joseph and his wife uh, our friends. And I'm going to ask, now we, we haven't rehearsed this, but I'm going to ask Mrs. Landing in the, to come and sing. She, she brings her accompaniment with her, and it's up on the computer there, a piano. But we haven't rehearsed it, and hopefully it'll work. Can, you know, it's Mother's Day. Could Pollyanna... Would, can I introduce Pollyanna? Pollyanna, can you come up here? Can you come see me? She's all excited about it. We got to know, they spent the night at our house last night. Can I pick you up? Wave to everybody. She has new American grandparents, and we live in Curry. And she's staying with us while y'all go back to the Philippines. <laughs> so, it's Mother's Day. Did you know it's Mother's Day? She's done. Oh, okay. uh, you want to go with Dad while Mom sings? Okay, you go right there. All right, you come right ahead. Um, before I will sing, um, I would like to greet all the mothers. Happy Mother's Day. And I would like to thank Pastor Glenn and Miss Sharon for opening their house to us. Um, everything was great. Um, the room is comfortable, um, better than hotel. The food is great. And um, I would like to also thank the church members for allowing us to come as well. Um, we're very blessed to know this church. We're very thankful for all your love and your sacrifice. Um, we are not only blessed um, financially when we come here, you also filled us with love. Um, so we are, um, we'll go back with so much love um, because of all the people that, you know, um, will tell us they love us and they pray for us. We're very thankful for that. It's very great encouragement for us so we're excited to go back and just trusting the lord for everything that will gonna happen and i hope the ble- uh, the song is gonna be a blessing for you today um the song is entitled god's been good so winding road to the old familiar markers of the mercies I have known I know it may 
There's no better way to tell you than to say God's been good in my life. I feel blessed beyond my wildest dreams when I go to sleep each night. Though I've had my share of hard times, I wouldn't change them if I could. Replay, and I can see that I cried some bitter tears as I face his arms around me. As I face my greatest fears, you see, I have more gains than losses, and I've known more joy than hurt as his grace rolled down upon me undeserved. For God's been in my life I feel blessed beyond my wildest dreams When I go to sleep each night Though I've had my share of hard times I wouldn't change them if I could Cause through it all God's been good was my beginning and his love will be my end I could spend forever trying to tell you everything he is but the best way that I can say it is this God's been good in my change them if I could Cause through it all God's been In uh, Khmer, in Cambodian language, uh, good morning, it means Arun Susuday Bongpoon Nokni. In Tagalog, magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. In another language in Philippines, in Kapampangan, mayap aabak po kaya kayongan. The other one, I cannot speak, my wife can speak that one. And uh, I'm happy to be back and we call this church a home for us, one of the home. Uh, every time we were here, we feel like we are in home. We're home. And Pastor, thank you so much for allowing us to come back. Thank you, church, for the opportunity to know you more, especially uh, families. I remember when the first time that I went here, 
uh, the man we play horse. I don't the shoe horse that they shoe horse. I don't know that game. I just watch how they throw those shoe horse. I met Brother Pat, Paulum, Brother Tom, Brother Bob uh, Carpenter, Brother Dale. It's good to be. Every time I see Brother Dale, I think about the mansion over the hilltop. <laughs> I think about that song. And every time I, I, I'm coming here, I told to my wife, there's a mansion over the hilltop there. And it's good to be back here. It's good to see you all. Uh, we love to be back here. And uh, thank you for your love, your kindness to us, your support. And I can say our ministry in Cambodia is your ministry too here in uh, Maya Baptist Church. And thank you for partnering with us. And you know, we Filipino, I'm always telling this, we Filipino, we're very much thankful to you Americans. If you remember... I remember, uh, if you remember the time that the Japanese is trying to invade our countries, you sent General Douglas MacArthur in the Philippines to help us not to be invaded to these Japanese. And you know, you did not send the help, you did not send this general to help us not to be invaded to these Japanese. You know what? It's the good thing is you send a soldiers that love the word of God. I can say this because... One of your soldiers, my grandfather, got saved to his sister. And his sister got saved to a one American Marine that time. And when my grandfather, which is the executive director of our mission board, my grandfather got saved and he started the work in our province, in Tarlac province, where some of your missionaries like Orcales, Pastor Orcales, Jing Batak, where they get saved in that ministry. And not only that, one of the, we thankful for this country and for you Americans is you, when my grandfather got saved, he started the work in our province and his desire in his heart is to reach every families that he had. And I can say this morning, 100 of, in our families, 100 families, in our entire family, his wife, families, I can say they are all preaching the gospel. And we're very thankful, and, one, and we are the second generation that, who went out of the country, start a work in another country in Asia. And we are very thankful to you Americans, where you brought the gospel to us, in the Philippines, and now we are bringing the gospel in our neighboring country. And that's why every time I come here in America, I'm blessed because I'm talking about blessed people like you. And thank you for that. And it's good to be home here. And still, uh, Michigan is cold. I plan to be here summer, and it did not work out. Maybe the Lord wants me to come back fall or winter, and which I don't like it. And I'll be spend time in south than in north. So, pastor said, uh, I need to be done in 12. Don't worry, pastor, my English is just for 15 minutes when I preach. 
So please bear with me and I won't keep you long. If you have a Bible, please open your Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 14. Please stand as we give reverence to the Word of God. Matthew chapter 14 verse 15 to 21. When I talk to pastor, pastor, do I need to, before I, before I uh, preach, I want to greet all the mothers, happy Mother's Day to, to every mother here in the church. Uh, when I talk to pastor in the phone, pastor, do I need to preach about Mother's Day? And he said, oh, no, it's okay, I'll, I'll do that. And uh, I uh, try to prepare and I study for three days. I'm trying to get my English right, you know. My grammar is bad. <laughs> I hope you will understand me. But, you know, uh, open, uh, open your Bible in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 15 to 21. I know this is a familiar passage, a familiar uh, a verse, and I believe pastor preached this Many times here, on the, or some pastors or preachers preach this here in this church many times, but I would like to share this uh, simple passage in the Bible. In Matthew chapter 14, verse 15 to 21, I will read it. Just follow me in your eyes. The Bible says, And when it was evening, his disciple came to him, saying, This is a desert place, and the time is now past. Send the multitude away, that they may go into the villages and buy themselves victuals. But Jesus said unto them, They need not depart. Give ye them to eat. In verse 17, And they say unto him, We have here but five loaves and two fishes. He said, Bring them hither to me. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and took the five loaves and the two fishes, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. In verse 20, And they did all eat and were filled, and they took up the fragments that remained twelve baskets full. In verse 21, the last verse that I will read, and they, had, and they that had eaten were about 5,000 men beside women and children. Shall we pray? Our most gracious God and heavenly Father, Lord, we thank Thee. Thou art sovereign, powerful, and almighty God. We thank Thee, dear Lord, Thou art good in our life. Lord, thank You so much for bringing us here in the church this morning. Thank You for the good weather, Lord. I pray, dear Lord, that you be with us this day, this time in our midst, Lord. I pray in our midst that you speak to every man's heart in this church, O God. Help me to preach your word. Give me strength. Give me knowledge, O God. Give me power and liberty as I deliver and preach your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You may all be seated. The passage that we read, we know that the story of this boy, the five loaves and two fishes, but this morning, of all the many miracles performed by the Lord Jesus, this is the only unrecorded by all four gospels, right, gospel writers. This signifies its great importance. This miracle was designed, this miracle was designed by the Lord to do more than just to feed, just feed a multitude. It was designed to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ as, a, as the Messiah of the Jews and to reveal His natures of God. 
In fact, there were three distinct reasons this miracle was performed. First, to illustrate Jesus Christ as the bread of life. Second thing, to show the Jews that one greater than Moses was here. And the third thing is to demonstrate His power as the Lord of all creation. That's why He performed these miracles. You know, as we all know, this is a tremendous miracle. And it is usually handled the way that shows Jesus the bread of life and the need of all humanity. And other times we think of how the Lord can just take a little and make a lot of it. However, today I want to explore this miracle from the vantage point of the bread and the fish. I would like for us to see how the Lord, Jesus, took the five small loaves or bread and two fishes, tiny fish, and multiplied them so that they were sufficient to feed a multitude. If, if, if the word multitude in the Word of God in New Testament, it means it's not a hundreds or thousands. It means a thousand. It's a lot of people. Multitudes. That's why it's a thousands of people is talking about. I won't attempt to explain the mechanics of what Jesus did here. I do not think we humans can understand the miraculous power of God at work. What I want to do is to point out that Jesus took a small, a small amount of bread and greatly expanded its potential for usefulness. I want to preach to you for a while on this stuff, the ministry of the Master's hand. The ministry of the Master's hand. As I do, I would, I would remind you that we may feel insignificant. We may feel like our lives and our church and limited in what we can accomplish for the Lord. I want to show you that anything that is placed in His hands, whether it be individual or a church, it will be used of Him in a mighty and remarkable ways. Let's explore the ministry of the Master's hand. First, I want to give the Master bless the bread. The Master bless the bread. The context, John tells that the bread and the fish came from a small boy in the crowd. Came from the small boy in the crowd in John chapter 6, verse 9. In John chapter 6, verse 9, Jews, the Jews were always very careful to render their thanks to God for His blessings. And, and they, they always prayed over their food in a mealtime. And that's what we do, we Christians, in this, in, this, in this generation. We give thanks to the Lord before we eat, before we take that, that blessing, that, that provision of God. We always pray to the Lord, Lord, thank you so much for this food, for your provision. That's what we, all, we do as we Christians. And the Jews has a prayer, same prayer, but they are very careful when they give thanks and say blessing to the Lord. And this is one of their prayer. It says, Blessed be thou, O Lord, our God, 
the king of the world who has produced this food and this drink from the earth and the vine. That's how the Jews pray when they say his blessings for their mealtime. The point here is Jesus took this bread in his hands and looked up. He looked up in heaven and thanked God for his provision. He get the bread, he looked up in heaven, and he prayed, and he thanked God for his provision. Just as blessed the bread, just as Jesus blessed the bread and fish that day, he blessed the lives of his people. You know, the Lord Jesus Christ set a standard that time. That's why we pray. You know, prayer, we know everybody here, we know prayer is a very important thing. In serving the Lord. Prayer is one of the most powerful weapon as a Christian in serving the Lord. That's why we pray to the Lord Jesus. That's why we talk to Him. Every time we, we, we not only for needs, every time we are in sorrow, in, this mirror, in these trials, we, always, we can come to the Lord free. And we thank the Lord we have a freedom where we can pray. Not not. not not the other countries that they cannot pray publicly. And, and not only that, where we can pray to the Lord to give thanks to Him for what He's doing in our life. Just as Jesus blessed the bread and the fish that day, and He blessed the lives of His people that time in this passage. Think about His blessing upon you since the day He he placed His hand upon your life. Oh how, oh, how we love life when the Lord is blessing upon us. Things are good at home when the Lord is blessing. The, the church house is a glorious place when the Lord is blessing. Is blessing there. Just take a moment to think with me. How about the Lord has blessed your life? How the Lord has blessed your life. Remember the answered prayers. Remember the mountains He has moved. Remember the needs He has met. Remember the times He came near to you and held you by grace. Remember the lonely hours He reminded you that He still cared for you. His blessings are wonderful and He deserves to be thanked for them. Have you done that lately, folks? If we will think about all the blessings, if I'm standing this morning and I'm very thankful to the Lord that I see again this beautiful country, even though 30 days that they gave to us, we're still thankful. We plan, we plan to visit new churches where we can raise some support, where we can raise this church building, where we can, ra- where we can meet more friends, where we can meet more uh, help to, to help the ministry in Cambodia. But you know what? The Lord brought us back to those churches that we know, that we think that is our home. And I thank the Lord for that. We need to thank the Lord. Even the lost folks, you know, even you know, even the lost folks as today, 
should be aware of the Lord's blessings. The air, the air you breathe, you know, the food you eat, the water you drink are all His blessings on your life. And not only that, even your life itself is nothing more than something God, God has blessed you with. Yes, His grace and blessing extended every, every member of the human family. We all love it when the Lord is blessing. Amen? We all love when the Lord is blessing, don't we? Just as a reminder, folks, the Lord doesn't expect us to repay. To repay Him for the blessings He gives us. All He wants in return is our love, our obedience, and our praise. Our love, our obedience, and our praise. Is He getting that from your life? Just think about the Lord placed the bread in His hand and He prayed and thanked God for His provision. He blessed the bread. Second thing, the Master broke the bread. The Master broke the bread. After He had blessed the bread, He used the same hands to break the bread. The reason before the bread could be shared with others, it had to be broken. One of the hardest truth for humans to grasp in the great truth that those God would usually greatly, He hurts deeply. A period of brokenness always proceeds a time of usefulness. What, 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 I'm thinking is when this situation that happened to us, it's a time of where the Lord gave this situation. It break us. But what I'm saying here, we need to prepare in a great manner way because the Lord is not only breaking us to a beyond where He cannot re- repair us, but He's preparing us where He can use us more greatly when He, when he breaks us. And I'm, and I'm thinking when we get home and I'm trying to prepare myself, I, I'm always praying, Lord, one thing that I need to do is just to follow Your will. Even though I don't understand what happened here, but I need to follow what I need to do. In, in this ministry. The reason for His breaking ministry in our lives are always the same. He does it for His glory and to prepare us for greater usefulness in His kingdom work. You know, the primary lesson He wants us all to learn is the lessons of total, absolutely, absolute dependence upon Him. Have you learned that lesson yet? Friends, this morning, if you are in one of those breaking periods of life right now, let me point out a great truth. Did you notice when the bread was while it was being broken? It was in the master's hand. 
It was in the Master's hand. I will just remind you that when the Lord is breaking you, it, isn't, it is not to damage you beyond repair. He does it to prepare you so that He can use you in a far greater way. The bread was never closer to the Master than, than He has breaking it. Number three, the master blessed the bread. Second, the master broke the bread. And the third thing is the master broadened the bread. He broadened the bread. Uh, uh, the, five small feast, the, the five small loaves and two small feasts were just enough to feed one little boy. And we know that that, that little boy, you know, I, I'm, what, when I'm trying to study this, Message. I'm thinking about this little boy. And he is prepared. You know that? He is prepared to follow Jesus. He knows that he will follow Jesus. These multitudes, that they are following Jesus when he is teaching in this passage. And this little boy is prepared to follow everywhere where Jesus goes. And not only that, the mother of this little boy, he loves this boy. He prepared this food for him. And they don't know that the Lord will use this as a miracle to feed this multitude. And that's a blessing. You know, to feed this little boy, but they were insufficient to feed a vast multitude. The, the, The food or the five loaves and two fishes that the boy brought that time. However, when they were blessed and broken by the master, their ability was broadened the bread and the fishes. He took what was designed for one and used it to feed as many of 25,000 people that time. God only break us so that he might broaden our ministry. Therefore, do not try to run away when the hand of the Lord lays heavy on your life. When He is breaking you, it is, so, it is so that He can use you in a great manner. You know, remember Joseph? Not me, Joseph in the Bible. Joseph, the son of Jacob. Remember Joseph? He was the apple of his father's eye. We know that. But he wound up in slavery and prison before the Lord exalted him to the throne of Egypt. Listen, he hurt him deeply so that he might use him greatly. He hurt him deeply, but he used him greatly. If you had been blessed and broken for the Lord, then get ready, folks. Get ready. He has a plan for your life that is glorious beyond imagination. You know, that's why on Wednesday we're leaving. I'm sad. Because every time I'm here in the United States, the blessing of the Lord we feel. But, What encouraged me 
when I while I'm studying this message, the Lord is preparing something when we get back. And the Lord wants us to be ready. He bless us. He break us. And we need to broaden the blessing after He break us. One of the the bread and those fish were greatly, greatly used of the Lord. Before He could use them, however, they had to be placed in His hands. I'm done in this message, but I just want to share something. The bread was placed in His hands. When we got saved, we are always at the Master's hands. One thing that we need to do is to rely on Him and depend on Him. We are always in the comfort zone when we are in the Master's hands. The problem is, we Christians, sometimes we are unfaithful to the Lord. We don't know to depend on the Lord and how He taking care of us when, he, when we were in the Master's hands. Always remember, in times of trials, problems, difficulties, always just think about the Master's hand. How He comfort us, how He bless us, and how He break us. And then after that, He will use us greatly in a manner way. Why? Because we are in the Master's hands. Pastor. Thank you for listening to today's message. We hope that the service was a blessing to you and that you were encouraged by God's Word. If you have any questions about Mayo Baptist Church, please contact us anytime. You can find contact information on our website at myobaptistchurch.com. Thanks for listening.